With, as they say here in uh, Bonnie, Scotland, we've had a, a slight controversy. Um, even though this isn't the right time, even though we're now talking about working capital money, etc. Um, I talk about success fees later. There, um, there's been some confusion of what success fees mean. So I'm going to just, since it's on the top of my head and we discussed it both just before the break and a little bit at lunch, um, success fees are as follows. Success fees, which is one of the benchmarks of the QLA process, meaning, remember, Jack, I started with zero, $820, that's close enough to zero. Even in, 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 in uh, Congolese, $820 is close enough to zero, right? That's right. How many Congolese dollars is $820? $100 is approximately 90 francs. So, yeah. Okay. 1,000. No, no. Less, less, than, less than, yeah, $600. Okay. Anyway, the whole system was you had no money, you wanted to build credibility, you go find a chairman, you know, somebody like myself or somebody that's high profile that has been where you want to be. Uh, and you use his name, like an anchor, anchor tenant in real estate, you, you rent the first 40% to General Motors, and then uh, you use them as leverage to get the rest of the board members. Then you use the board to go and uh, interview accountants and lawyers that you would normally not be able to afford because you've got no money, uh, and you get them to uh, agree to a success fee. Okay, so I gave you the, the thumbnail sketch of where we are. And the success fee is, you know, we're interviewing accountants. Uh, the, you've gotten my executive summary. You see my prestigious board. You see my chairman. You see my CFO, yada, yada. We're, we're trying to consolidate widgets or whatever we're trying to consolidate. Um, we would like uh, you to entertain the, the idea. And you don't say um, anything other than, than success fee. You don't say contingent fee. Contingent is a bad word professional service companies. Because contingent, even though it means the same thing, success and contingent, the definition, contingent means, well, we might not get it. And then they want to know contingent on what? Uh, the sun and the moon being juxtaposed, the 29th day of February, all kinds. It opens up Pandora's box. Okay. So you say success fee, and um, we don't, you know, we know your normal rate is $300 an hour billing. Um, we don't mind, we, we're willing to pay $450 an hour on a success fee basis, and we will fund you upon completion of the first transaction. We will overfund you. They like to hear the words overfund. And you're not doing anything slick, you're not being disingenuous, you're being honest. Okay. Um, and it's in the book. Uh, buy, get it on Torrent. Don't bother me to buy one, but uh, get it on Torrent. Okay. So. That's success fee. Now, that's not skin in the game. We had a young man who was very, very successful, who happens to not be here, maybe he knew I was gonna talk about it, uh, that calls that skin in the game. That's skin in the game. Skin in the game is when the accountants or the lawyers or the partners write a fucking check to put skin in the game. In other words, they are investing in you. What these guys are doing is they're postponing their payment for their service on an hourly basis until you fund a transaction. Uh, you, uh, I am now explaining success fees so there's no misunderstanding to the YouTubers. Okay, so it's not skin in the game, it is 
postponement of their fees, and you're willing to pay a premium on that postponement because you're taking the time value of the money up front. Now, the worst case scenario I've ever had, uh, which he should belong up here on, on the Hall of Shame, but I can't find his picture, was seven years of postponement of fees because so many deals crashed and cratered and didn't get funded successfully. But ultimately, we paid all the lawyers and all the accountants, every penny we owed them, for working on deals that deal one crashed, deal two crashed, deal three crashed, deal four, five, six, and finally deal seven, if I remember correctly, finally <clears throat> was successful and we paid a humongous amount of fees uh, retros, uh, uh, actively, or as they say in this country, retrospectively. Now, the bad thing about that is all the partners, all the board members, all the directors that thought they were going to get money out of the deals, we owed so many bloody accountant and legal fees, we couldn't pay. So we had to wait to the eighth or ninth deal, whatever the next deal was, for us to get some money out. Because, and rightfully so, the, the lawyers and the accountants couldn't wait any longer. And this was at that time a big six accounting firm and it was a, a big international law firm. That's a success fee. People still do success fees. As we speak here, I have people around the world doing success fees. When success fees are hard, not impossible, but very hard to get a big professional service firm to agree to, is when you're already up and running. When you're doing five million a year, 15 million and 30 million a year, they look at you and they say, what the fuck, dude? You know, I'm trying to do you a solid and you're trying to fuck me and you're already paying these guys. Anybody that's worth their salt that's got a half a brain in their head, either as a lawyer or an accountant, are gonna ask you two questions if you pitch them that way. How much did you pay lawyer fees last year? How much did you pay accounting fees last year? Now maybe in your part of the world they're stupid and they don't ask that question. And let me see your financials. Because they won't believe you, they'll want to see, you know. I have a famous story, one of the great lawyers in, in the world today, a guy named Tim Harris, he's in Los Angeles, been my lawyer 35 years. I flew from, uh, from um, Yemen for his wedding, Yemen. And I'm, 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 I was one of the speeches at weddings, you know, they, you know like I did for Fidel. Uh, and, the, uh, and we're talking, and the room is full of, there's about 400 people there, 300 of them are lawyers. 300. And so they said, somebody asked me, oh, Mr. P, that's what that used to be called. Mr. P, are you the guy that flew from Yemen just for uh, Tim's wedding? Tim and Sherry's wedding. I said, yes, I am. Are you the guy that uh, uh, allegedly, uh, ostensibly, is rumored, paid his law firm uh, at least a million dollars in legal fees last year? Now, this was 25, 30 years ago, so it was a lot of money. I said, yes, I am. And so then they all started, uh, like animals, they were throwing me to. I had a hundred, at least a hundred lawyers come up to me and put their business cards in my pockets. Okay. Uh, hey, nice to know you. We want to meet, uh, excuse me, I don't mean to be fresh, but I mean, Tim's not that good a lawyer, you know, and he's marrying a bitch of a lawyer, Sherry, and you know, so, okay. But when you're already generating a lot of, of fees, or you paid a lot of fees, it's tough to get them to bite off on success fees. Not impossible. So what you do is you say, okay, I'll pay you 50% of your fees. And a lot of times they'll say, okay, we want our hard costs covered. What are hard costs defined as? Hard costs can be defined as paralegal, 
uh, faxing, uh, messengering, uh, secretarial, etc. But we're not going to bill you now for the partner time or the associate's time. Some people will say we have to bill you for the associate's time, but not the senior partner's time and the partner's time. Okay, any of those deals can work for an up-and-running company like you two guys already have. What I like to do is I say, if push comes to shove, I'll say, okay, no, I don't want to pay you for hard costs like that. I'll pay you 20, 30, 40, or 50% of your real costs now, and I'll pay you 100% out of the first transaction. So you're giving them a 50% bump. Most big firms will do that. Most big firms will do that. Now, if you're already with a big four accounting firm, the first question they're going to do is, why am I so lucky? Why am I so fortunate? No matter what you tell them, what the part of the sales pitch is, why are you coming to me? You know, or as the kids would say, I've been making a lot of fun. Why are you trying to do me a solid, dude, bro? Because they don't believe it. So the accounting world and the legal world are very small. They'll pick up the phone. And they'll call a senior partner at the other phone and say, we got this long-haired freak in here telling us such and such. Is this shit for real? So be careful what you say. I'm not teaching you how to be disingenuous. It's easy enough just doing it without any exaggeration. And I'm prone to exaggerate. It's part of my vocabulary. So, I mean, if I'm telling you uh, it's, it, it works without exaggerating, but when you have the powerhouses that I've told you how to get, and I, and I shared with you in the, uh, in the e-book and early in the seminar, I got a 26, 27-year-old Canadian kid who doesn't even know how to wipe his ass talking to Bill Aikman, the billionaire, about doing deals. You know who it is. No, you don't. You weren't here. Who was here, you know, uh, from April last year? Yeah. Okay. If this kid can talk to Bill Aikman, anybody can talk to Jesus Christ. You know, and so it works without having to do that. But just be careful that you, the last thing you want to do is overpromise and underdeliver, which is hard for me because I like to exaggerate. But the other side of it is almost everything that I've ever said that I can do, I have done. And your board will give you a lot of credibility. And I told the story earlier uh, in the week how I couldn't fund the coal company and uh, I needed $85 million, and I'm having lunch with Governor Hugh Carey, the former governor of New York, who saved New York City from bankruptcy, saved New York State from bankruptcy. We're having lunch. And these days, I used to drink at lunch. We're having a drink. And he said, Dan, I said, I got to go, Governor. I got to run. He's on the board. I got to run. And he said, why? He said, I got I, I to find money by Friday. It's Tuesday. I got money by Friday. I mean, uh, and they said, well, what is it? We're trying to buy this coal company in Kentucky. Have you, have you talked to Citibank uh, yet? I said, yeah, but they told us no because we got no um, uh, coal experience. He picks up the phone in those days, a block cell phone, and he says, Walt, baby. This is Walter Riston, the CEO of Citibank. Walt, baby, I got a, a young man here I want you to meet. You got time right now, 10 minutes? He says, no. He says, well, I'm sending him over anyway. Anyway, I went there, and make a long story short, they loaned us the money. Um, not for any Ill illegitimate reason, it's just I couldn't get to the right person at the bank and because we had the former governor of the state of New York on the board, he was able to call the CEO of Citicorp. Uh, and Walter Riston, I learned from him, and as I showed in the so slides earlier, you can't eliminate all risk from a deal, Danny. That's what they used to call me, Danny. 
You can only manage your risk in the deal. And a lot of you watching this YouTube are trying to eliminate all risk from your transactions. And we have a couple people in here that try to eliminate all risk uh, in a transaction. And that's not possible. But you can manage the risk in a transaction. And the more experience you have, i.e. through your board and your mentor, the easier it is to manage. Okay. Do you have any more questions on success fees? Go to Torrent, get my shit, etc. Uh, but uh, I, I wanted to make sure that I covered that and there was no misunderstanding. Okay? And if I misspoke about, I, I, I'm told that I might have mentioned somebody's name about something in the wrong context. We're going to go back and check the tapes. If I misspoke, I'll apologize in the next tape or by tomorrow. But I want to, because uh, I got an email from somebody saying that I said such and such. I don't remember saying such and such, but uh, the um, uh, my mind... Uh, I might have skipped over that. Are there any questions or anything that we've talked about so far that you want to share? Anything about uh, Diamond Jack or nothing? Okay. Oh, yes, yes. This is Matt, um, the 18-year-old. Go ahead. Uh, I asked you during the break that uh, you said that you don't want to put your eggs in one basket, but you also said that you have to have no backup plans. So how do you explain? Okay. He's, he's asked me. This guy could be an engineer. Um, don't put all your eggs in one basket, but no backup plan. Okay. No backup plan on the transaction or your dream. We're going to go to the moon. Okay. We're using three engineering firms to get us the rocket ship there. So all our eggs aren't in one bag. You thought you had me, didn't you? They always think they have me. I don't know. There's nobody smart enough watching this motherfucker to trick me. Okay? Three, you have three different engineering firms make the rocket. So your eggs aren't all in one basket, but you have no backup plan. You're still going to the fucking moon. Pretty slick answer. I do say so myself. But I've done it a million times. It's hard to trick fuck me. In fact, some would say it's impossible to trick fuck me. But Mark is now thinking, hmm, how can I trick fuck the old man? Hmm, maybe I can get him while he's on YouTube. The only trick fuck that I've ever had in the last few years is when this young woman trick fucked me by asking me to be her chairman on YouTube when I have a predilection against people like her being their chairman, I don't want to be a racist, so I'm not going to say why, but, and I said yes, and I've taken quite a bit of shit about it since I said yes to her, but I'm happy, and I'm going to help her be successful. Okay, anybody else have any other questions? Do you have a question? Okay, um, you said that someone can once, can, can, can uh, figure out how to consolidate uh, fragmented markets. That's, that's, that's the basis of the plan. You can use QLA to build a company like he is, okay, but the plan was consolidating fragmented mature markets. Okay, and go ahead. what are some of the few examples of that you know of, of mature markets or industries? Healthcare, telecommunications. There's thousands of internet, many, many millions, not millions, tens of thousands of internet companies that support in one way or another telecommunications. They're all owned by, you know, 
geeks in most cases. I mean, there's all kinds. There's healthcare. There's tens and tens of thousands of healthcare companies. All the old people like me want to stay old. I mean, excuse me, stay young. Not stay young, but stay alive. And so they're willing to spend a lot of money on healthcare. Now, so about 75%, and these are old numbers, maybe 10 years old, 75% of all the healthcare expenses that you, that you spend in your lifetime is spend roughly the last year of your life. And 75% of that 75% is spent in the last three to six months of your life. And 75% of that 75% uh, are spent in the last few weeks of your life because you're trying everything to stay alive. Okay? So if you can find something that promotes <coughs> health, or longevity, or those kinds of things, I mean, uh, that's not going to change. Even when I live to be 140, that's not going to change. I'm going to want to live to 150. Okay, for you young kids that can live to be 200, you're going to want to live to be 225. So that's not going to change. So it's healthcare and telecommunication. It's the same advice I gave Rick Scott, the founder of Columbia Healthcare, who is currently the governor of New York, who is my transaction lawyer, uh, one of the smartest guys I ever knew. Uh, uh, I told him and he went out and founded with virtually no money uh, Columbia Healthcare and he created the largest healthcare company in the world Columbia Healthcare I mean from scratch and uh, so it's still healthcare and telecommunications in my judgment there's a bunch of other ones but I mean those are the two primary ones and telecommunications not going away healthcare is not going away okay anything else Okay, thanks. We'll see you tonight.